Good morning for Wednesday, March 30th, 2011. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page today. Washington debates idea of arming Libyan rebels. And allies count on defiant streak in Libya to drive out Gaddafi. In today's domestic headlines, colorless jello, the FDA is taking a clear look. Budget fight faces hurdle beyond price. And Farley Granger dies at 85. In today's business headlines, justices conflicted over Walmart bias case, home prices still stalled near the depths of the recession, and an FDA chemist is charged with insider stock trades. There will be more business stories along with more national and world news, the latest from the sports page, and the opinions of New York Times columnist Thomas Friedman. Now as selected by the editors of the New York Times, these are the stories on today's front page. Here's the top story written from Washington. Washington debates idea of arming Libyan rebels. Some fear the risk of deeper entanglement and a chance of Qaeda ties and revolt. The Obama administration is engaged in a fierce debate over whether to supply weapons to the rebels in Libya, senior officials said on Tuesday, with some fearful that providing arms would deepen American involvement in a civil war and that some fighters may have links to al-Qaeda. The debate has drawn in the White House, the State Department, and the Pentagon, these officials said, and has prompted an urgent call for intelligence about a ragtag band of rebels who are waging a town-by-town battle against Colonel Muammar al-Qaddafi from a base in eastern Libya, long suspected of supplying terrorist recruits. Al-Qaeda in that part of the country is obviously an issue, a senior official said. These fears surfaced publicly on Capitol Hill on Tuesday when the military commander of NATO, Admiral James G. Stavridis, told a Senate hearing that there were flickers in intelligence reports about the presence of Qaeda and Hezbollah members among the rebels. No full picture of the opposition has emerged, Stavridis said. The French government, which has led the international charge against Gaddafi, has placed mounting pressure on the United States to provide greater assistance to the rebels. The question of how best to support the opposition dominated an international conference about Libya on Tuesday in London, attended by President Nicolas Sarkozy of France, Secretary of State Hillary Rodham Clinton, and other coalition leaders. While Clinton said the administration had not yet decided on whether to actually transfer arms, she reiterated that the United States had a right to do so despite an arms embargo on Libya because of the United Nations Security Council's broad resolution authorizing military action to protect civilians. But some administration officials argue that supplying arms would further entangle the United States in a drawn-out Libyan civil war. The Pentagon has been most reluctant about any military action in Libya. The question of whether to arm the rebels underscores the difficult choices the United States faces as it tries to move from being the leader of the military operation to a member of a NATO-led coalition with no clear political endgame for the mission. It also carries echoes of previous American efforts to arm rebel groups. The United States has a deep, often unsuccessful history of arming insurgencies. President Obama pledged on Monday that he would not commit American ground troops to Libya and that the job of transforming the country into a democracy was primarily for the Libyan people and the international community. But he promised that the United States would help the rebels in this struggle. In London, Clinton and other Western leaders made it clear that the NATO-led operation would end only with the removal of Gaddafi 
even if that was not the stated goal of the United Nations resolution. Clinton, who met for a second time with his senior leader of the opposition, Mahmoud Jibril, acknowledged that as a group, the rebels were still largely a mystery. We don't know as much as we would like to know and as much as we expect we will know, she said at a news conference.